It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Disclaimer This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. No copyrighted material is played here, but we invite you to join in at home and enjoy our commentary. Welcome to the LP Lexicon Podcast, episode zero, Play in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode zero five six of the LP Lexicon podcast. 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 Um, this is our first podcast since November two thousand fifteen. Really? Yes. Oh my god! Why haven't we recorded Denise in all of this time? I don't know. Uh, because I was so absorbed in no, my in my fault. test in everything, it was my fault, I think. No, but now I'm better. It wasn't only your fault. It was uh, I've been very busy as well in yeah, all of this the time. Life. So yeah, just just things. Yeah, but I do miss it. And sometimes I say like, we should record tonight, and stuff always comes up. So this is why tonight I've just sprung it on the knees, like. No, we're going to record. Yeah, Everything's here. Joseph wanted to record, but he didn't say nothing. But okay. I, I, um, I'm thinking that uh, when we need to record a new podcast and I, I started to listen to music, I feel really, really good. Yeah. I think that is a, like a positive energy that we are right to, to my body, to my heart. So... It's, it's, I feel more comfortable now. Okay. Um, this album we're listening to today is called Secret Treaties, and it's by Blue Oyster Cult. This is a band that I've only be- really began to listen to in the last year, and it was because of a book, a book which is in front of Denise right now. What's it called, Denise? Career of Evil. Yes, by... By Robert Galbraith. Yes. But it's not Robert Galbraith. No, Robert Galbraith doesn't really exist, does he, Denise? I th- but I think that is a really, really a, a, a good idea. Like it changed the name. Do you know that I, thanks to this, to this book, I did something similar what did in you my do? life. Because I needed to contact, um, <laughs> sorry, but a lot of doctors, okay, in oh, a yeah, yeah. webpage. 
uh, and I didn't use my name, so everybody started to reply because I was a man. <laughs> I don't, I don't use my name. I don't use my name even on Facebook. I have a different name. No, but here we use our normal names. But it was a bit funny that I started to ask some opinion with my name, Denise, in this web page, and nobody replied. Only ladies. Yeah. But when I started to to write in my my fake uh, Facebook <laughs> name like a man, everybody start to reply. So I feel very comfortable and really good about this. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Robert. <laughs> uh, Robert. Robert Galbraith is actually JK Rowling. And we've discussed JK Rowling before when we did uh, Harry Potter and the, the Philosopher's Stone soundtrack here. Yeah. yeah. But this, these, this series of books is, is really had a, a, a huge effect on my life because I found them to be so well well written and they just seem to come out of nowhere for me. Yeah, and you know that is the same for me because um, a couple of weeks before you started to tell me about to listen our um um this book to read this book. Oh, the audio book. And the same time I needed to listen the audiobook that we have. Listen to the audiobook, yeah. Yes. Yes, and the the audiobook is read by Robert Lannister and it's so well re- uh, read. He he does all the books. And to be honest, it's one of the only interactions that I've had with JK Rowling. Let me see I have it on my phone quickly here. Uh screenshots that's stuff from work. Well what are you doing? Uh, what I do have you a want? I have a, a screenshot on my phone. Okay, about about Career of Evil. Okay. This is a tweet that I tweeted to J.K. Rowling from the Lexicon podcast account. Okay. Because uh, I said, J.K. tweeted that J.K. Rowling said, best reading ever, Robert Glenister as Donald Lang. Because his delivery of, of Donald Lang was, uh, he's from Scotland, Donald Lang. And okay. When Robert Glenister reads the voice, he, he says... You'll need a rag and a scrubbing brush. And I wrote it exactly like that for hashtag career of evil. And a couple of minutes later, J.K. Rowling replied in simple, Robert Glenister, brilliant, hashtag career of evil. Which I was like amazed with. Yeah. Like, I, I, went, I, I was but doing something. But it's not the first time that she replies something from you. I... Isn't it? I can't remember. Yeah, when, when... Well, I think that, of course, that she was very involved when you went to London, because you won a competition. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh well, I, why don't we start with that? Because we have when we so recorded many last, when we recorded last, uh, I think it was we done uh, Compton by Dr. Dre, and then we did uh, Happiness in Magazines by Graham Coxon, and around that time was the, was when I went to London. Yeah. And I was, but I was working a Continental shift at work, so. Uh, my my leisure time was was really very limited. Like at the moment, I've been at work twelve hours today, um, which is why there wasn't so much time to re- record podcasts. But during that time, there was a uh, J.K. Rowling tweeted like a a, a plaque. <laughs> That's nothing. You should do what Mike Bell does on microphone on the fifty foot net. <laughs> um. And it, the plaque had a telephone number on, so I thought, right, I'll, I'll phone it and see what happens. It was a photograph. Yeah, yeah it was a plaque of a, a 
And where did this plaque appear? The plaque was in Denmark Street in London, mm -hmm. where the officers of Karma and Striker, who's the detective in uh, the Karma and Strike series. And some people passed and they took some pictures. It's very busy. It's in Tottenham Court Road in, in London, centre of London, yeah. Uh, what what did we we went there to to the we where went the office there, was. Yeah. but it was everything was closed. Yes, Do because they they're knocking it down now for the crossrail system in mm -hmm. London, mm -hmm. which is another thing. That was the other thing I tweeted a picture of Tottenham Court Road from, uh, two thousand and eleven, when we went there because it has a rich musical heritage, uh, Denmark Street. I tweeted that to J.K. Rowling and I said post Career of Evil because Career of Evil is set in 2011 and that was I think that was the first like yeah. that I had of J.K. Rowling. Yeah. But I digress. Um, what was I saying? That about this plaque that appeared oh, the plaque, yeah. in, the, in this place. Okay, so it said, I uh, call this telephone number. So I called the telephone number and it said... Uh, it was a question. Yeah, it was, the, it was what is the name of Carmen and Strike's assistant? Mm -hmm. it, it is, of course, Robin Ellicott. So I, I answered and left my telephone number. Now, I was working nights that week. Yeah, and I think that three days later, Yeah. they called to you. They called me and I, w I was in bed like 11 in the morning. Yeah, after, after, the, after the shift. Yeah. So I looked at my phone when I woke up and I was like, they left a voicemail as well, and I never listened to a voicemail, but for some reason I listened to it, and it told me that I'd won a place on on the competition. How many places do uh, do you think that they they mm, got? I don't know. I would say approximately fifty. Fifty. Okay. Maybe a few more. It wouldn't be many more. And how many people do you think that they they called? I think everybody who went who won on that would have been a diehard fan. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Ah. The people who I met, they they were diehards. People who had met J.K. Rowling before. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You told... There was a nice guy from, from Scotland who I met. He was on my team. So, I remember the day. I, I called work and I, I, I booked a, a day's holiday so I could go to London. And in the morning, I got, I got up I took the, the bus into town. I took the train from Liverpool to London. There was literally no time to do anything. I had to put money on my Oyster card, get on the tube, go to... It was some part just after Brixton it was, I seem to remember. I found the place. We went into... Had a cup of tea. Went into the place where the, the task was. And it was an escape room where you locked in a room for any amount of time normally about an hour it was about 45 minutes in this case and all, all the clues were about the yeah the, book. the room was based on on the second book the silkworm but uh it was all to do with karma and strike then we came out and i literally had to jump back on the tube to get back onto the train to come back to liverpool so i could go to work that night yeah yeah i remember but we, we didn't come first, we, but we did do well. We'd done it before the 45 minutes in any case. Yeah, you have a really good, um, like, a, how can I say, memorabilia? Oh, like, a, just, yeah, promotional a, stuff. There the was stuff, a there yeah. was a common strike business card and book of matches. You, yeah. And I got a copy of Career of Evil for free. 
but I was I was halfway through it at that point anyway. I read yeah. a lot of it on the on the train. Okay, and what about the the music? Okay, which brings us to secret treaties, because in Career of Evil, there is lyrics by the Blue Oyster Cult, not at, only of at uh, the beginning of every chapter. Every chapter, that's right. Uh, except where the chapter is based on the view of the killer. Ah, okay. Then there's only a song title mm-hmm. at the the chapter, no lyrics. As I was reading the book, I became amazed by by the lyrics because they're so strange. So I wanted to find out more, and it was actually the day that I come back from London. You went to HMV? I went to I went to HMV, and I found this copy of Secret Treaties because it has Career of Evil as track one, yeah, Subhuman as mentioned in there, mm-hmm. Dominance and Submission as mentioned in there. That's a tr- uh, chapter based through the eyes of the killer. Uh, Harvester of Eyes, Flaming Telepaths and Astronomy are all mentioned in uh, Career of Evil. Denise has got like a wide-eyed look on her face at the moment. (laughs) What happened, Denise? Not... Disney. Patty Smith? Not the same. What? From the guitarist. The guitarist. Guitarist? Yeah. Which guitarist? Daddy, we're on mic, you can't just say Yeah, anything. yeah, wait. I'm I'm trying. This is Patty that, Smith. Then show show me the guy. Ah. Is a lady. Ah, okay. Yeah, she the reason why I brought this over is because she wrote some of the lyrics on this album. She wrote the lyrics to Career of Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see, it's like a, a, it's like a map, and everybody's joined together in some way. Some ways, it's it's quite direct. Like Patty Smith is joined to Blue Oyster Club because she used to write lyrics for them sometimes. And other ways, it's more vague. But it's it's interesting to find out the links anyway, because this album by Patty Smith Horses is regarded as a classic album. Oh really? Although. I own it. I don't really know it all that well. Okay, and tell me more about the... Do you know something how J.K. Rowling took the decision to include this part of this this album, the lyric of well, this album inside the, li- the book? The lyrics of uh, all of the albums are inside the book. It's not just this album. Okay. This was just the first one I bought because it had Career of Evil on it and okay. I wanted to investigate. And it's the same band? Yeah, all the same band. This is the first album, I think. Yes, this one. Now, what you heard from on, from the audio book is that Robin gets sent a leg. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the, in the leg there is a, the a letter. Chapter. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, yeah. the third chapter. It's, uh, where is it? Is it this Blue one? Oyster Cult. Yeah. Okay. Well, what there's happened? a track on here called. Uh, it's not on this not one. It's here. on the second one. This is from 1972. Yes. And they are from. Blue Oyster Cult. Psychedelic inclinations. I'm sure they were from some part of New York. You know. Overlay with. Mm, 
who wrote the lyric, Sandy Pierman yeah. and Britta Melser. And introducing the guitar heroics of Bukdharma. Bukdharma, yeah. Okay, I'm just looking on a... Wow, they're playing live soon in the States. Uh, okay, before we get to that, let me have a quick look. I'm sure that they're from New York. Yeah, they're from Long Island, New mm -hmm. York. Uh, Years act of 1967 till present. So next year, Blue Oyster Cult will be celebrating the 50th. 50? 50th year, yeah. Wow. Uh, it's really good, this song. Uh, what is the name or which? This track is called Emmy 262. Ah, okay. It's the number four. Yeah, the fourth track. Mm-hmm. Now the all these albums are being reissued and they have extra extra tracks on them and the extra tracks are, are really enjoyable as well. But um, Do you want to listen only the first Yeah, we'll eight? just we'll just listen to the uh to the standard album. We won't listen to the date song. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, okay, and do you know something how uh, Jake and Rolly started to listen to this music? I think she just always listened to the band. What is, what I thought about with this book, there's many different eras of music mentioned in, in not only this book, but lots of uh, J.K. Rowling's books. Not so much Harry Potter, but... After Harry Potter was uh, The Casual Vacancy, and there was lots of modern music referenced through that book. None of it that was particularly uh, enjoyable to me, but it was still in there. So it, this is somebody who obviously enjoys music. Then after The Casual Vacancy became Karma and Strike series, mm -hmm. and there's lots of different bands mentioned, there's music layered throughout the entire story the uh, father of the protagonist was a 70s rock musician and they're estranged but there's many references to that uh, there's real life bands that the protagonist likes uh, bands and artists in this book particularly uh, one of the victims of the killer had a, uh, a tattoo of one direction Mm. on her wrist so it's it's really uh up to date you know you have new music one direction if you can call it music but then you have like all of these references to older bands as well uh, laid throughout the book it is it is really interesting because it's somebody who seems to have a grasp on uh different forms of entertainment yeah i think that i think that this album is really good I, I I played I this a lot like last Christmas. The, the music. I played this last Christmas, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and do you remember our our eldest son? He used to sing some of these some yeah. of these things. And he, yeah. he, I found that picture the other day. He drew a picture of a guitar, and he wrote underneath, "I'm making a career of yeah, evil." Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, you you show me the because I used to play on guitar. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, he likes. But it's quite fun to play on guitar career of evil now that I come to think of it. And do you know uh, something about the band? They started in 1970? 1967. 67? Yeah. Same year as Sgt. Pepper's. Ah. Yeah. But they were, they, 
they play like all different kinds of music. It was like uh, hard, hard rock, heavy metal, psychedelic. But I don't, I don't have everything by them. But I have uh, quite a bit, like the first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Or have a quick look at the discography. All of these are from the same band. Okay, yeah? so first is Blue, Blue Oyster Cult, which is this one. Okay. Then there's Tyranny and Mutation. Oh, okay. Then there is Secret Treaties, which is what we're listening to now. Then there is Agents of Fortune, which I love. I like the, yeah. the picture <laughs> in the front. I yeah. have it on my computer, the cover to uh, Agents of Fortune. And you told me that... I don't need to put attention in the tarot card. Yeah, he's showing you. I need to look at the this symbol. He's actually showing you two things. He's the the guy, the guy in the cover is showing you four tarot cards, but he's actually pointing to the band logo. Ah, this is a band logo. Yeah, if you open, sorry, it's on. There it is. There, on the first one. There it is ah. on the second one. On the third one. It's on it's the in, CD. It's in the CD. Mm. There it is on the fourth one. The fifth one is Spectres. Uh, should be on there somewhere. I don't really know where it is. Kate Bush used to do that as well. She used to do a Katie on on all her albums in some some location. You need to find it. Yeah. Oh, uh, know. So after Spectres is Mirrors. I don't have Mirrors, and that album is directly referenced in. Uh, career of evil the book because the singer uh, the the killer uh he likes he likes that that specific album <laughs> yeah but it, it's good the way like when he he says when he when he first listened to them he thought he thought he didn't really like them yeah but as he listened to them more and more he started to they started to grow on them until it became like sacred music to him it really meant a lot and he'd, he'd like listen to the music while he was doing stuff like cleaning his knives before he was going out to kill somebody. Hi, don't tell me a lot about, about <laughs> the, the book. Okay, then there's Cultosaurus Erectus. Wow. Yeah. I like this picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's strange. It's like a dinosaur, yeah? Yeah, it's really strange. Okay, what else? Then there's uh, Fire of Unknown Origin. The Revolution by Night. Then there's Club Ninja, which I how, don't have. How many? How many are inside this This box? one, five. Mmm. Oh, the classics. Yeah. Yeah. This has got, like, all live stuff on and, uh, you know, so that's that's where we're up to on, on Blue Oyster Cult. And do you know how many albums they recorded? Well, here there's uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen albums. Fourteen albums. Yeah, the last one released in two thousand one. Well, you have ten. I've got ten. Yeah, I'm missing a couple, but the stuff seems to be really hard to find in the shops. I'd probably be able to find stuff on eBay. Yeah, really good. This is regarded as the best. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult album by which one? This one. This one, Secret Treaties, by people who like fans of the band. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, for me, I would I would tend to agree, but I also like um, Spectres as well and Agents of Fortune. In fact, I, I would probably say that Agents of Fortune might actually pip. I, I really like Career of Evil, and and do you think that? J.K. Rowling need to ask for permission when she talked the same Yeah, the, all the permissions are actually the in the back of the book. And in fact, let me read something. Uh, but with... how, how she... Do you know something? How she um, uh, decide the, this name for the book? Uh, well, it's the, it's actually the lyric, the lyrics from the, from, uh, the song are the first... The first... Uh, Thing in the book it says I choose to steal what you choose to show and you know I will not apologize you're mine for the taking I'm making a career of evil which is by Blue Oyster Cult career of evil lyrics by Patti Smith mm-hmm. which is why I was like that 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 page intrigued me I was like I want to know more and as I read each chapter the chapters aren't long here you go chapter 4 uh, astronomy oh yeah from Chapter this, the, five. the last one. Uh, the Revenge of Vera Gemini. That's on Agents of Fortune. Mm. Chapter 8. Lonely Teardrops. Chapter 11. This Ain't the Summer of Love. You know, so I was I was reading all of this stuff. But, uh, let me see. Here she says, To all the lyricists who have worked with and for Blue Oyster Cult, thank you for writing such great songs and for letting me use some of your words in this novel. Wow. Yeah, and there's all the all the, uh, the references from the publishing companies to all the songs which are used. You see there's like four pages. Wow, with all the information. With all about, the information about, about the songs, yeah. The writer... And then at the end, there was something else as well, I think. Or was it before? Uh, there was something else. It might actually, it might only be on the audio book, I don't know. But it says... Um, oh, what? I think it's... Um, it's in another book. No, it... it gives you like a, a reference to a best of album of Blue Oyster Cult to, to try mm. which has got like lots of them songs on it oh. she used a, a lot of yeah there's, re- there's really a lot no oh uh, yeah because it's like uh, well in one page I can see that it's like a 10 or 11 songs so, and then I can say that around 40 songs. Yeah. In the in this book, in, in this... Career of Evil. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible, no? That's some... But each book in the, in the Carmen Strike series has a, um, an underlying, uh, like a repetitive, repetitive theme for the beginning of each chapter. For example, in uh, The Cuckoo's Calling, it was... Uh, Latin, it was Latin stuff. I can't remember what it was specifically, but it was all in Latin. And then in uh, the Silkworm, the second book, it was all romance. Uh, sorry, romance. Uh, revenges, like tragedies. Reven- uh, 
can't remember what it was. It was like, but it was all like uh, revenge books from like four hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, it's it's uh, lyrics by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> what is this part? Just, it's is the end of the song. It's like, a, it's like an ice like, cream van. Yeah. <laughs> or a toy box. Something like this, no? It's really yep. beautiful. Sorry, I need the drink. I was dying. Yeah. Uh, what track are we up to, Denise? I don't know. Which one is this? This is Flaming Telepaths. Ah, uh, so the seven. Track seven, yeah. But as I say, this, this time last year... One, one month ago on September. I didn't even know Blue Oyster Cult. I was covering all them long shifts at work and I was uh, just beginning a couple of months later to, to listen to all of this stuff. Hold on a sec. Denise needs some help before she butchers all of the inlay. Here you go. Thank you. What is in the inlay? Is it photos, lyrics, st- discussions? Yeah, it's beautiful, no? <laughs> Look the style yeah. of this photograph. That's awesome. Yeah? <laughs> he has like a leather, it's like spandex, pants and... or spandex pants, something like this. Like platform boots. Wow, and like a silver or Book something Dama. like this. Is it? Yeah, Eric Bloom. Oh, it's Eric Bloom. He's the singer. Yeah. He's a singer. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Albert. Please, use some clothes. <laughs> yeah. That was a style. And he's very proud yeah. in this photograph, yeah? <laughs> okay, Donald, I like your style. <laughs> Only white clothes. And Joe, he looks fantastic in, in the top of the world. Agents of Fortune is is the tra- uh, the album which has got uh, Don't Fear the Reaper on. Okay, mm-hmm. Don't Fear the Reaper became a monster popular track for the Blue Oyster Cult. It's actually oh, the really? track what they're known for today. So this was just before then, but it, it's really great music. It's well recorded. They played well. Yeah, and I there's, can see. there's like live stuff on the end of these CDs from the from the time as well, and it's uh, it's really great. Alan, Alan looks very inspired in this <laughs> in this photograph. Look at all the martial arms that they've got behind yeah, them as well. At, at the back, it's like it's all, all the same one though, because you can look at the the sticker on the on the head there. It's on all of them, yeah. Yeah. So they're not really playing with like thirty maps. No, it's the same one. <laughs> Good photograph. Yeah. I like the album, you know. It's, it, I think that it's fantastic that a writer took the decision to, to rub some lyrics inside the book. Yeah. I think that it's really good. I mean, I'm really fascinated by this by this series. It's, it's being made into a television series, starting filming this month. And... It's just going to be brilliant because the story is so well well written. The characters, the chemistry that the characters have together is it, it's just amazing. And somebody said recently, I noticed on Twitter, uh, going out and buying 
the the comet and strike books reminds me of a kid when I reminds me of when I was a kid, and I go I'll be waiting for Harry Harry Potter books, which and J K Rowling said that was what she was aiming for, you know that people have that same sensation to be excited to go out and wait wait for a book, and I was I'm the same I I I bought these books now on the I didn't get the cuckoo's calling because we were living in Chile and. It was like a, a secret when it was released. Nobody knew mm-hmm. that it was J.K. Rowling who released it for a while. But by the time the Silkworm came over, came out, we were over here. And I got that on the day of release. And the same with Career of Evil as well. And, and well, after so many years, do you know how J.K. Rowling uh, replied to somebody that say, uh, oh, Robert Galbraith is brilliant. And yeah. what, what what she need to say, say thank you? Or she need to say, I will say to him what what she need to do in this I th- moment? I think it's so difficult because she's got, uh, I think the last count was 8.1 million followers on Twitter. For J.K. Rowling. Yeah, and, you know, people are writing stuff all of the time, so uh, I'm sure that a lot of stuff gets passed, but uh, she'll still reply to stuff, and it seems to be a, 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 a enjoyable project for her because she she said she was going to release uh, another seven or eight books for, for Cor- of Cormor and Strike. Just because it's so much fun to write. And she has two accounts. One yeah, like she a J.K. Have... Rowling and yeah. another for Robert. Yeah, for Robert Galbraith, yeah. But she keeps forgetting the password for the Robert Galbraith <gasps> one. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I I, I can understand. So I would, I would say... Um, but with, I... with that, she's like a separating project. It is, like it, uh, yeah. J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter, uh, the account for Robert Galbraith, uh, speak about crime. Yeah, yeah? well, yeah. It's yeah like, it's, uh, I don't know, I can feel... He's a, he's a detective and uh, he, he primarily solves... Uh, well, he, he has normal detective work, like following, yeah, but, 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 uh, following people, but it's primarily a murder. Uh, yeah, but I think that... In some way, it could be good that she has these two... This outlet. Yeah, yeah. like these two accounts. Because, uh, for example, uh, our son is starting to read uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want that he go to internet, uh, follow J.K. Rowling, and they can start. he has started to read something about crime. You oh, understand? It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a strange. Well, she she will tweet. Yeah, she will she will talk about Robert Galbraith because it's something that she she loves to write. Yeah. You know, so she will use a main account for for Robert Galbraith. Uh, we're coming to to the end of this album now, Denise. This uh, is the last one. Yeah. Astronomy. Yeah. And this is why I wanted to discuss this because. Uh, I love the music, I love the band, and I've discovered it because of uh, this book and my love of uh, J.K. Rowling's works. Okay. And the, th- the thing was, uh, The Cuckoo's Calling came out in 2013, The Silkworm came out in 2014, The Career of Evil came out in 2015. And I was hoping beyond hope that there would be a new book this year, but it takes six months to promote the book. 
So even if the book was to be announced today, it wouldn't be out now until next February. Mm. So it doesn't look like there is going to be one this year. Although there was the last Harry Potter script which came out last month, so I can't really complain. And when she started to to write the first Harry Potter? 1991. 1991. And the last one? Came out in 2007. Hmm. So, f- from 2007 to 2003, well, 2008 to 2012? She wrote, um, The Casual Vacancy. Ah, okay. Yeah. And then 2013 was uh the cuckoo's calling and it, i would su- suggest anybody who, who hasn't read the cuckoo's calling buy the book and try it and just prepare to be amazed because that book literally came out of nowhere and when you get to the end of that book you're just like how in the christ did that happen <laughs> Because I was, I was like, I thought, yeah, okay, it's going to be this person. Here comes the big reveal. And I was like, whoa, I did not see that coming. <laughs> really. I will, um, I will read the the book, but with the, with the audio book. Yeah, the audio books yeah. are, are, are brilliant. I have them all on my phone. I've got them yeah. on CD and I've converted them all to, uh, to MP3. And I started to like uh, how the book is is writing because um, it it helps me with with the grammar. Yes, this yeah? is, well, this is why I wanted you to to start to listen to it. And you, you know, you don't have to listen, read like all all the book in in one night, uh, but like little bits and but repeat listens are what will yeah. really help it. You, help you get the, the the understanding of what you you're reading yeah because these these books are, are um are written like in like in past perfect yeah yeah so it's it's really good for me yeah i mean because we've, of- we've only we've only got like a minute and a half left but i'll say when i was writing i found that because I'd read so much J.K. Rowling, it made a huge influence on my style of writing, which I don't find it to be a bad thing at all. Uh, but it does creep into your subconscious. Yeah, because uh, you you know that for foreign people like me, it's more easy to to write something in present, in past, in passive, active, in future. Okay. Okay. This is a normal style. But when you started to write in present perfect and in past perfect, you are in another level of the English grammar. So when I started to to read the book that you gave me the other day, uh, which is the, the second one. Uh, the third one, this the, one. The third one, Career this one. Evil, yeah. um, I can see how, how she wrote the book, uh, how well written is so i think that it will help me a lot because now i, I can understand how the the native people uh, are using the past perfect in a normal life 
Okay, Denise, we've got to sign off. Please don't make us wait another 10 months for the next episode. Thank you very much. Thank you for downloading. And do you remember our sign-off, Denise? No? I'll try and give you a reminder. El disco es cultura. El disco es cultura. Yeah? No mate la música. No mate la música. Yeah. En este caso, el libro es cultura. El libro es cultura. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Contact details. Contact us by email at lexiconpod at gmail.com. Our blog, lexiconpod.blogspot.com. And our Twitter, at lexiconpod. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.